Hello all, and welcome to Sit a Spell, where each week I will share a new story of pagan folklore or mythology from around the globe. I'm your host, Jocelyn McRae. Before we dive into today's creation myth, I wanted to let you all know that I was completely overjoyed by last week's turnout for the first episode. I'm so grateful for the feedback and support from everyone. If you'd like to help me reach even more listeners, please consider following Sit a Spell on the Anchor app. That's Anchor, spelled A-N-C-H-O-R. It's free to download. You just create a profile, and um, you're not obligated to do anything to keep the app. It just helps me um, have more followers on Anchor. If I reach 50 listeners, I'll be eligible to participate in ambassador ads, which will help me receive payment from Anchor and Spotify for sharing the stories of the podcast. And so, also, if you're so inclined, there is an option to support the podcast with monthly donations starting as low as 99 cents. If not, that is completely okay as well. This podcast will remain absolutely free. I'll be posting about new episodes on Instagram at sit.a.spell.podcast and on the new Facebook page, Sit a Spell, Pagan Folklore and World Mythology. If you have any questions, ideas, or concerns, please feel free to direct message me on either of those platforms. Now that this part's out of the way, let's get into today's creation myth. Come on in and sit a spell. It's story time. Episode 2, Aboriginal Australian Dreamtime, The Rainbow Serpent In Australian Aboriginal cultures, it is believed that all life was created during the dreamtime. These cultures use the word dreaming to explain the origins of life. Australia is home to various Aboriginal groups, each with their own specific and intricate versions of events. The story I will be sharing today is adapted by an Australian Aboriginal artist named Dick Rufsey, or by his lardial name, Gubalathaldin. It hails from the northern regions of Australia and is one of the most widely known creation dreamings. During the dream time, everything was flat and barren. Ancestors in the form of man and woman roamed the land and lived amongst those who they identified as their people. Beneath the crust of the earth lay coiled tightly into himself the rainbow serpent, Guriala. Guriala awoke and broke through the earth's crust and onto the land. He came across a group of ancestral people, but realized he did not feel at home with them. He began a journey across the flatlands to find where he belonged. Guriala set forth, traveling from the south to the north. On the first day of traveling, he stopped in what is known today as Cape York and created a big red mountain called Narabulgan. When he was finished, he heard voices on the wind. Guriala was disappointed to hear that the voices were unfamiliar and spoke in tongues that he did not understand. This was not where he belonged. He continued his trek north. As he slithered, his massive body carved out a 
deep gorge. Each night, as he laid himself to rest, he listened to the winds, hopeful to hear the voices of those he belongs to. Each day he created more landforms with his winding body, including rivers and creeks. On his journey, Guriella also created a long granite mountain called Naradunga, and a mountain with sharp peaks and five caves called Gormungan. One day he decided to rest in an area called Fairview. He created a lily lagoon and named it Minalinka. Because the ground in this part of the country was so hard, Goriala was unable to make the lagoon deep, so shallow it stayed. He settled in for the night. The next morning, he finally heard it, singing on the wind. He followed the sound north, and the voices grew louder and louder. At last, he came across a group of people at the intersection of two great rivers. They were all singing and dancing together. The voices and the words made sense to him, and he realized these were his people. He waited and watched for a very long while, then slithered out of his hiding place. He was welcomed by the people. Guriala told the people that they were not dancing correctly and that they were not dressed properly either. The great rainbow serpent taught the people how to collect beeswax and feathers. He then instructed them on how to fashion them together to create a headdress and attach it to the back of their heads. He then gave them armbands made from the pandandus fruit and had them push sharp white bones through the septum of their noses. With everyone dressed properly, it was time to teach them to dance. Guriella showed his people how to move until they were all exhausted. The next morning, a great storm began to brew in the distance. To protect themselves, the ancestral people built A-frame structures to shelter in called humpies. Two young men were without shelter, and the storm was fast approaching. They were called the Rainbow Lorikeet Brothers, or Bilbil. They asked their grandmother, the Star Woman, if she had any room for them, but she replied that she had to care for dogs in her shelter, and therefore there would be no room for them. The Bilbil brothers went to the giant rainbow serpent and asked to join him in his shelter, but he was already far too relaxed and took up the whole space he occupied. So the brothers continued their search to no avail. No one would share their shelter. The storm drew nearer and nearer. After being turned away by their entire community, the Bilbil brothers resolved to ask Guralia again. Rain began falling. The storm was almost right above them. Guriala yawned and told them that he would make room for them. He opened his jaws wide and told them to come on in. The brothers did just that and were swallowed whole by the giant serpent. Guriala soon realized that the community would soon find out that the brothers were missing and would in turn know that he had swallowed them. Afraid of persecution, he slithered farther north to the massive mountain called Bora Bunaru. He climbed to the highest cliffs and settled in for the night. 
After the storm cleared, the community realized that the Bilbil brothers were missing and followed the marks created in the earth by Goriala to find them. When they arrived at the mountain, several men tried to climb up and save the brothers from the rainbow serpent. Emu, turkey, brogla, tortoise, possum, and barramundi all failed. The Gowana brothers stepped forward and vowed to make it to the top. They fashioned knives out of quartz and began their trek to the top of the mountain. The brothers climbed the mountain for days and nights and finally made it to where Guriala was slumbering and snoring peacefully. One brother cut the serpent from the head down and the other from the stomach up, freeing the Bilbil brothers. Only the brothers had transformed into new bodies. They had grown wings, and they had the colors of the rainbow serpent. The Gowana brothers encouraged them to fly away, and fly away they did. The Gowana brothers ran back down the mountain as fast as they could before Goriala woke up again. A cold breeze blew that night straight through rainbow serpent's belly. He awoke feeling hungry and empty. And above all, angry. Guriala began thrashing about in a rage. His red tongue flashed in the sky like a bolt of lightning. The mountain trembled and thundered under his massive body, and it began crumbling all around him. He hurled giant boulders all across the land, which created hills and mountains. His temper tantrum killed many ancestral people. Others survived by hiding and taking the form of animals, insects, and plants. Once Guriala calmed down, he slithered away into the deep ocean where he remains to this day. The humans left on the earth were tasked with looking after the land, the plants, the animals that came to be, as they were once men and women as well. It is said that if you ever see a star fly across the sky, it is Guriala's eye watching over the world. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Don't forget that there are options to support the podcast on the Anchor app, which is free to download. You can follow Sit a Spell Podcast on Instagram at sit.a.spell.podcast and on Facebook, Spotify, and Anchor at Citispell, Pagan Folklore and World Mythology. Y'all come back now.